Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's going on with you, buddy? Yo, man, I'm just down here in the great state of <laughs> South Carolina enjoying, all right, enjoying the holiday today, man. There's a holiday down here in the Carolinas, man. You know what really? Saying? What's that? We are enjoying Confederate Memorial Day. Whoa. Yeah. Um, That's still a holiday, bro? Dude, it just, man, so I'm... I'm out working today, delivering, pull up to a federal building. I'm like, damn, but it look pretty empty out here today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't paying no attention. I was like, you know, I grab my boxes. I go to walk in, get to the door. We are closed today for Confederate Memorial Day. We will return tomorrow. And the first time I ever heard about this shit was, I can tell you exactly when it was, because it was when I got my apartment. It was yeah. 2018. I had to go to the DMV. So I go to the DMV. And I pull up. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I'm lucky today. Ain't no cars out here. I said, ain't yeah. no line. Because there's always a line at the DMV early in the morning. So I'm like, man, there ain't no line. I pull up. And like, I'm seeing people turning around. I'm like, they must be closed. I was like, I ain't been to the DMV in a while. Maybe they closed this DMV. So I drive to another one. Mm-hmm. And so then, kind of similar to the same situation. There's people outside, but everybody just standing at the door. And I'm like, DMV should be open by now. So yeah. I walk up to the door, say Confederate Memorial Day. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> like, I've what? never heard of this a day in my life. And then so then I went to the DMV the next day, and people was like, yo, why y'all was closed yesterday? So they said it. And they was like, when did this become a holiday? They was like, well, it's kind of been one, but now it's like celebrated or whatnot to where. Because they had to take know, down people. the flag. So if you work for a uh, for a federal building or whatever, whatnot, mm-hmm. you get the day off. I'm like, yo, boy. Oh, man. All right. Never mind. Okay. Uh, hell nah, bro. <laughs> Something <laughs> right. Something fishy hey, about this one. Hey, I'm telling you, but it's wild, but it is. It that is ain't crazy. no fucking federal holiday, bro. Yo, it is in all the fe- like stuff like the DMVs. Uh, like DS says, that's all a state. Shit. That's a state holiday, and they just let all the niggas that work federal jobs off because you ain't yep. supposed to work. Yeah, you ain't supposed to work under the union. Hey, but it's crazy, man. Like, and then I, I, all I can do is shake my head, man. Just be like, yo. But anyway, uh, how you feeling, man? Everything good with you? Well, uh. <laughs> I too am uh, living the great, great, uh, <laughs> wondrous life here in southwestern Ohio. Uh, it's, it's 85 degrees outside. The sun is shining and there's no rain anywhere. We've had rain all week and finally had a chance for that good, good sun to come out and shine and, and, and show us what the Lord made it. <laughs> Nah, bro, I'm I'm feeling great, bro. It's finally warm out in this motherfucker, man. I'm so happy, bro. Listen, I went to work. Man, it felt so good to start dozing off at work, bro. That was the best feeling in the world, man. Best feeling in the world. I was dozing off. I was tired and shit. I looked up like, yeah, it's that time, man. It's that time. (laughs) Yeah. That heat get your ass, and then you got that motherfucking palm sander shaking you up and about and shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah but nah it, it, everything going good man i ain't got no complaints man i ain't got no complaints at all bro you know what i'm saying um you know just been out here doing my thing man trying to get this you know what I'm saying this shit up off the ground and going and trying to make sure that these uh you know what i'm saying these pods pop off and that's it. Oh, I did uh, I did the the Bad Husband podcast with uh oh, okay. with Gan. 
Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not sweep it over. I mean, how how did it feel, man? Did it did it did it kind of feel like already home, or was just no, like no. nah? This okay, so it was, was a totally drunk. different feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, nah, he was fucked up, man. I humored him though. You know what I'm saying? I went over there and, and did the podcast anyway. I don't know when he gonna put it out. Uh, I don't even know if he fully recorded it, but we gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> We are definitely going to hey, find out soon. Man, I'm going to tell you something, man. Like, I mean, look, you could do whatever you want to do with the platform. It's your platform, all that type of shit. It's all cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, I haven't listened to Drink Champs in a while because it's like, yo, it's like, now they can handle that alcohol, but it'd be kind of, sometimes, some episodes would be like, okay, man, you might have had too many shots. That should be boring, and, man. And it's like I can't I can't get into another podcast I can't fuck with no more, man. Is uh hot boxing, Mike Tyson, yeah. but he yeah. be lit, but yeah, like he be on there doing shrooms. You could barely understand what he be saying. That's when he's sober. <laughs> yo, you stupid. <laughs> yo, the worst the last time I listened, dude, he had uh uh David uh Arquette, Arquette on there. Arquette. Oh my god, both of them! Like I've th- I've never heard anything like this before. Like if anybody yeah. want to listen to some stuff where I mean, some people it might humor some people, but for me, mm-hmm. it was like I started to feel bad. I was like, yo, like these are two dudes who are like I'm talking about. They is lit. And Ain't they, David Arquette the uh, the dude that was in Scream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they was on that lip, but I was like, I can't listen to this. I was like, they sound ridiculous. But what the you know. fuck? Why was he famous again? Wasn't it off a commercial or some shit like that? Well, they were child actors, all of them. Both of his no, I know were. that because his because his parents um, is like famous or some shit. Yeah, like that. they were they were actors. Well, yeah. the mother was an actress. I don't but think he was in the was. he he got famous off of a com- David Arquette got famous off <laughs> of a commercial though. I think it was. Um, but and then he ended up, he ended up doing a a TV show when he was a kid too. Yeah, and um, so yeah, they've been they've been in the business for a long time, and um, you know what? He was the AT and T dude, bro. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, man, I about to say, bro, I remember that shit, man. He was the he was the AT and T dude. He was the dude that was before the um, what's that shit called? The uh, Verizon, the, dude. Verizon dude, uh, yeah. came in out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember, I remember David Arquette was used to be on like hella commercials, and that's how he got famous. And then that's when he ended up doing like the movie, and then he did the show, and then he got married to Courtney Cox, and then um. Remember the nigga start wrestling. He was on WCW and like WWE and shit after a while. Oh man, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't know how I know this nigga career <laughs> like this, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is the real deal, bro. This is how this nigga shit worked out. He got famous off of like I know he used to be a child star shit, but he got famous, famous like he stood out from the AT and T commercials, and when that yeah. came. That's how he got like the screen TV movie and all that shit. And then when he ended up on screen, that's when he started doing other shit. And then he ended up, uh, hold on, I'm gonna find it. But he was on like wrestling. I want to say it was WCW, or it might have been WWF at the time. But I remember he was on there. And then after that, I ain't heard shit else about him. Man, great underrated movie that he's in. Never die alone. Him and DMX. Yeah, that was that was a good, that was a good movie. DMX was a woo, but <laughs> he was a character in that movie. But um, yeah, uh, shout out to David Arquette, man. I ain't never had a problem with the dude. But oh, he like, he really was a professional wrestler. <laughs> I told you. Hey, boy, this dude right here? It's just crazy <laughs> how our mind just be knowing certain shit like right off the rip. That's funny. Now I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that. But see, at the same time, I didn't like. See you. You was a you know what I'm saying a wrestling dude. Like, no, I, I stopped. Uh, I stopped watching wrestling after a while. But this is how. I re- this is what I'm saying. I remember when either I think it was when Scream came out, 
this nigga was on the wrestling shit. He was on like WCW or one of them. I forgot what it was, but he was on one of the 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 uh, pay per views like as a one of the promo things. And then later on down the line, like he started actually doing wrestling shit and became a wrestler. Oh man, yeah. See, I didn't know that. I yeah. Didn't know that. Because cool. I remember he was, on, he was on WWE and he used to get his ass whooped. He was getting his ass whooped by like one of the, you know how they like invite a celebrity and then they have yeah. him do something. He get beat up. But now like this was a whole different version. Like he didn't win none of this shit. He was getting his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, listen, if y'all want to, if y'all want to see some funny shit, bro, um, Go back and watch. Go back on YouTube and then look up David Arquette wrestling. And then it's a, a it's some old clips from like WWE or WCW that'll pop up. And then it's a documentary. I forgot what the documentary is called, but that should have pop up too. And this nigga was like real live wrestling. Like he was doing like weird matches. Like this nigga was in the middle of the street fighting, like a, a real busy street fight. <laughs> like the fight. <laughs> The fight spilled out into the street from the building, and they ended up outside. This nigga was, like, on the side of the street fighting. And then it's another one that they had where, like, it was a whole bunch of, like, thumbtacks and shit in the in the ring and, and barbed oh, wire and man. shit just slamming each other. Bruh, was, that shit was crazy. But, yeah, he was he ended up being the real wrestler, bro. But that, I remember that nigga got famous off them fucking AT&T commercials. I'd never forget that shit. That's crazy. And well, I want to say it was a, um, it might have been a drink commercial too, because I want to say he was in a drink commercial. I don't know if it was like pop or juice or whatever, but I want to say he might have been in one of them too. Well, shout out to Patricia and Roxanne. It was Roxanne, wasn't it? Ended the other one name was it Roxanne? Uh, I know well, Patricia. His, his mom. No, the sisters. Oh, the sisters. Um, yeah, Patricia, Alexis, Ro- is Rosanna. It's Rosanna, Rosanna in Richmond. Yep. See, I don't know the other two. I only know them two. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, shout out to them, man. Um, yeah. So, man, um, you're gonna have to introduce this, man. This this is something that you was telling me about. Yeah, man. So, um, I had like I told you the one time, bro. I happened to stumble across and um and and see these um. TikTok videos that was talking about, you know, so like a whole bunch of different stuff. But this one in particular was talking about this movie. And the way that they had basically talked about it in the in the TikTok was it was like the TikTok was cycling. So basically it was saying like the dude was going in time to do something and then somehow he ended up seeing himself, seeing the dead version of himself. And then his friend came and saved him, and then he ended up passing out. Then he wake up, and then he back where he was supposed to be. And then, so I'm like, man, that ain't this. That ain't no way the movie is really like this, bro. Because th- this is just the TikTok going over and over again. But I'm thinking like it's the that's the way that they promoting it on TikTok. So I go ahead, I check it out, I get on Hulu and look it up. The movie is called 2067, and basically this movie is about this young dude who um who basically saves the world from dying so in 2067 the world has no oxygen whatsoever there are no more plants left on earth so seeing how there are no more plants left on earth and it's all these other you know what i'm saying chemicals and shit they have to create fake oxygen or synthetic oxygen so um the company that makes the synthetic oxygen basically is hiring all these people to mine all these different uh, places that have gases and everything so they can create the synthetic oxygen. Well, the only thing is, is that it's different levels of the synthetic oxygen. So like for the rich people, you can, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you got the, like the premium shit, the, that's the most closest thing to oxygen. And then like the poorer you are, you know what I'm saying? You get something close to it. So basically a lot of poor people are dying on the streets because the stuff that they're getting is not, you know what I'm saying? Sufficient enough to keep their bodies going. Well, Basically, the company that he works for is the company that makes the synthetic oxygen, which was also the company that that um, that employed his dad, who was this like super smart scientist dude who helped them create time travel. So in the midst of helping them create time travel, they find out that you can go back and forth through time or whatever. And that in the future, 
there is actual oxygen on the planet. So <clears throat> they was basically trying to get dude to go through time to find out what's going on so he could open the other side of the portal and then they could come through and basically, you know what I'm saying, continue living life and live in a place to where they don't have to use the synthetic oxygen. And basically a whole bunch of shit goes down. He figures out what's going on and he basically ends, he, he stops them from coming through the future, but he also helps them and saves them from, you know what I'm saying, dying or whatever. So, um, watching this, man, what did you think? Um, <clears throat> going into it, you know, I'm not the, the, the hugest time travel guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to admit to people that I've seen it, but it's not something I've always went back to. Right. Um, back to the future. Like, I couldn't really tell you anything about Back to the Future. I am with you. I am with you. Like, so, I know you the know, important just, parts. That's it. Yeah. Like, I know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the big parts, but that's about it. So, um, but you had a good comparison when it came to uh, the Adam Project. So, when I'm mm-hmm. watching this stuff, it's making me think about certain parts of it that his dad ended up being a person and they end up having, you know, end up killing his dad and mm-hmm. you know, all this type of shit once they got the information out of him. So, like watching it, it was, I mean, for the first time seeing it, it I was, you know, I still don't understand everything from the one watch. Like, mm-hmm. I'm st- you know, I, I was trying to put some stuff together. So my initial thoughts were like, okay, like I'm, I'm trying to get it, but there's something that I can't get. And I didn't understand the one part, but you just explained it. Like, that's why his uh, wife was sick mm-hmm. is because she couldn't take the, uh, the synthetic. synthetic oxygen that they had for it and yeah. that's why he has uh, brought home a mask mm-hmm. you know from the um from the place that he worked at and all that type of shit so like watching it man um I'm, I'm still not completely understanding everything that went down but i do like the decision that he ended up making and then also the whole little thing of like with okay explain this to me right Mm-hmm. So he goes. So they so they ask him to do it, and he was on the fence about it. So he went home to his wife, talked to his wife about it, <clears throat> and she was like, "Yo, like you could literally, you know, save the world, save me, and you know, all this type of shit, right?" So he ended up choosing the middle of the night to go. Wrote his life wife a letter or whatever or whatnot. So he left. So not knowing the whole time that they were setting his ass up. Because mm-hmm. like they already kind of well, they knew that they needed his DNA to even open up the other portal from the future or yep. yeah, that was the future. So this is my this is my question, right? So when when he goes to the future, one thing I do like is the whole fact like because like I say all of time travel is a uh, nobody's done it so mm-hmm. we don't know so you can come up with your own ways of how it travels. I exactly. like the fact that he kind of fell out of the sky and kind of caught on fire because it's like yo mm-hmm. we don't know like every time travel move I've ever seen like you pop up at the new place you're good. Yeah. Like this is actual like throwing you from somewhere else and you like flying through the sky because they even told him like yo we don't know. You could land in the ocean, in the middle of the ocean, because yeah. you can't time your jump. So I know this is long-winded, but he goes there and he sees himself dead with a bullet in his head. Mm-hmm. So elaborate to me on that, because like I was still trying to figure out, like, like, yo, so this already happened, and like it's another version of him. Like, I didn't get the part of him looking at himself dead from obviously he's been dead for a long time. Like, how did that whole thing go down? Did you did you so, get the drift of that? Yeah, I was okay. So this is my thing, right? So before I get into the thing, you gotta remember that he didn't go back in time, he went forward in time. Right? So he went into the future, he didn't go into the past. So anything that had happened, of course, has already happened. He just hasn't went through it yet. Yeah. Now, secondly, 
this is <clears throat> the reason that I like this movie is because it stopped everything about time travel and time being linear, right? So the, we we look at time as a, a constant stream where it start here, ends here type thing. Well, the way that they had time is is that it's sporadic. There's, you know what I'm saying, it branches off into different things. So you could technically jump through the future and see yourself dead and then come back and, I mean, that's just what's going to happen. Ain't nothing you can do about it. The only dope thing was, Excuse me. The only dope thing was that he figured out what was going on and what had happened ahead of time. So he knew that that, that in that moment, he wasn't going to die in that moment. Well, he really didn't know. But luckily, he didn't die in that moment and ended up being the way he was. Because remember, when the time came, that skeleton was gone. Yeah. So it, it, it was once, no longer, once he once, once he realized he the time. Yeah, no. Once he realized what time was, I mean, what was going to happen in that moment, remember, because he was in that same exact spot when he was about to get killed. And he looked over, that skeleton was gone. Well, I thought it was after the dude shot himself, though. No, it was gone when that when everything was happening. Oh, so it was gone while the dude had the gun to his head. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was gone after the dude shot himself. Nah, it was gone. Like so, when he was about to get shot, that skeleton was gone. It disappeared. So, oh, so it must have disappeared once he had the conversation with the dude because he watched the video mm-hmm. of the whole time that the dude was never like quote unquote his friend. He was hired to basically make it seem like he's his friend and mm-hmm. all of that type shit. So. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, because it was like piece, like piecing the things together. Because like he even found his wife's like hand or whatever, and found that note that he left her. Mm-hmm. And like the like the dude was trying to explain to him like, yo, like this, like this shit has already happened. So it's like because he was trying to figure out a way. Like, yo, his whole thing was his whole objective was when he agreed to do this. He agreed to, I'm going to go back, I'm going to start the machine, and I'm going to come back with the cure to save my wife. And then once him and the guy started talking, he's like, yo, like, there is no cure. Like, I know you keep searching for a cure, all this type shit, but at the end of the day, what has happened has happened, and you can't change the past. So once he kind of, like, really figured out, like, yo, I can't change what's going to happen or at least I can't change the whole thing of like coming up with a cure for everybody to be able to breathe like without using like the gas mask and everything. So once the him and the dude kind of like, like once he, I guess once he finally accepted, like I can't go back and fix my wife or at least that version of my wife. I can't go back and fix that. Like he had to accept the fact of I'm never going to see my wife again or at least that version of my wife again. So what I'm going to do is, so what is the whole thing of him sending back trees? Was that him? Remember that, um, remember that when, they had made that uh, before he jumped. They were talking about how there was literally no more plants left on Earth. Yeah, and so the the whole reason that that there was no oxygen and everything else was because there's no Earth circulating around. You know, what I'm saying the planet. So there's no plant. I mean, there's no plants to help produce oxygen and give oxygen out. So that's why you know, what I'm saying the smartest thing for him to do was to take that tree and send it back because. That way it could be a start and it can, you know what I'm saying, they, it can help rebuild the population by, you know what I'm saying, giving out, um, by giving out uh, oxygen. Got you. Now, I don't see a situation of like that necessarily, because I mean, I think there's going to end up being enough because like there are some, like, especially like when it comes to the forest, right? Like, they have people actually taking care of the forest to the point where like forests are kind of looked at like a sacred ground for the most yeah. part. Like they don't like that are there. That is 
places where they're like, all right, we're not going to take any resources from this. But what we have noticed from them taking a lot of trees down for the fact to build either apartments, townhouses, businesses, all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeming to notice is bears are just walking up to people's back porches now and stuff like that. I mean, you see an insane amount of deers that you probably didn't see like growing up. Like I felt like when I was growing up, I didn't like it was rarely you seen a deer. And I think that now with like so much shit, like it's like every place you go, everything is growing. There's more buildings, there's more places to stay, all that type shit. And like what we're doing, are, we are taking away the natural habitat for these animals. 100%. So like now you're starting to see animals that you normally wouldn't see in places that you normally wouldn't see them because we keep cutting down fucking trees everywhere. But I think that that situation would, I don't think that that would necessarily happen to us because unless there is some kind of I look, I doubt it because look, man, you got they you trying got, I, though. They I trying. don't know though. Because remember they was tearing down the they'll tearing down like a, a shit ton of the Amazon. I don't think it'll get to a point where they would necessarily cut it all the way out. Like, because you have people who are obsessed with nature and they mm-hmm. are just as you know what I'm saying on on point as people that are like down with Peter and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like the people that care about that type of shit, I, I don't think that it'll get to a point where they would really cut down the amount of trees that would really fuck up our oxygen. Like I don't think we would get to that point. But yeah. I thought it was I thought the premise of it was pretty cool. Look, we we've seen um I mean no, I'm I'm thinking of more like. What, do you think that this can be in the conversation of like those disaster movies, like like 2020, uh, two, uh not 21, but 2012, 2012 and like, and all them. yeah, I think like, so. I mean, 100, percent man. You gotta. I think we tend to forget that you know we do live in a you know a, a weird world right now. Like you know, right now is well. At least in this country, we do. You know what I'm saying? Everything is capitalistic. Everything is about money and everything is about, you know, getting paid. So you can end up, you know, tearing up the the Amazon and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, just to make paper or, you know, just to create whatever they're trying to make, you know what I'm saying, like paper cups or whatever the case may be. And I think that we really kind of starting to see it. I'm not sure if it's, if it's global warming or whatever the case may be, but like maybe, you know what I'm saying? It's not global warming, maybe something else, but I mean, as far as what they describe global warming to be, this is kind of it. Like, you know, tornadoes hitting in weird places and, you know, it's, it's been cold forever. And now all of a sudden it's getting hot. Like it ain't never went from like the thirties to the eighties, bro. Like yeah. ever, you know what I'm saying? And now it's getting to the point to where like it's it's kind of you know it's kind of like that. And unfortunately, you know, um, with all of these companies, you know, doing the things that they're doing, you know, it's been how many stories about you know what I'm saying these um, pharmaceutical companies and these um, these chemical plants and all that dumping, you know what I'm saying? All these chemicals and everything into the oceans and the waters and rivers and shit like that. Um, shit. Look at Flint, Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Shit was bad up there. They can't even take a shower, a, a proper shower. So, I mean, I, I kind of see how it could lead to that, but like you said, it's you know what I'm saying this protection agencies and stuff like that, and environmentalists that's around that's trying to stop it, and it it could all be you know something different, but we just gotta do our part and make sure you know we don't let them get away with that. Yeah, man, that was a uh, a great movie, man. Uh, shout out to my guy, rest in peace to my guy, Uncle Washington. We did a podcast um, on this movie, 
um, mm-hmm. called Dark Water. And basically what it was, it was about the company. Um, oh, man. What's that motherfucking name that did uh, Foxcatcher? Um, it's a paint company, too. They own a paint company, uh, DuPont. It was about oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. the DuPont family. They owned uh, a chemical plant, a, a chemical plant in, in West Virginia, mm-hmm. and they was dumping water in the fucking river and shit. And families started to, like people. People started getting cancer. Yeah. And, um, and so they ended up uh, hiring this lawyer that was from the um, from that town, and he ended up taking the case. He ended up discovering like a whole bunch of shit, man, from like the shit that they was doing, like. They even got to the point where like people was getting sick that wasn't even drinking the water. And mm-hmm. what it was, like it was um there are these pans that they use and like they was putting um the chemicals in the non-stick pans mm-hmm. and like people was getting sick from cooking from the pans. Yeah, because that they like, like um oh what's them pans called? Uh, uh it's like a non-stick, uh I forget what they put on it. Um I'm about to say Kevlar, but it ain't Kevlar. It's um oh, I, f- I forget what they call it. It's like ray rayon coating or some kind of coating. I know yeah, it's some about, kind of though. yeah, it's some kind of coating that was getting people sick. And what ended up happening, long story short, what ended up happening was the people that sued the company, like they prolonged it so long. To everyone who ended up getting cancer that was in a lawsuit, like I don't know the number, like but like a good 80 percent of them died before they even got the um, settlement money. And then the settlement money got so low toward because it, it took so long, like it took over like ten years for those mm-hmm. people to finally get their settlement money. So the reason I I bring that up and the significance of it with this movie is the fact of if you keep having like this type of shit happening. It could have that type of effect 40 years from now and all that type of shit like that. Like, if certain shit keep going the way that it's going, you could see a scenario where this could end up being a concern in the future. And, like, everybody's talking about because even we could go down a conspiracy wormhole here. It's like, even the whole fact of, like, people saying, like, yo, when we get older, like the radioactive shit that like from us wearing headphones and you know, you know, even me wearing this Apple Watch and like the shit like that. They're saying that we are taking in like radioactive shit in our bodies and like what is this gonna do to our bodies when we get older and all this type shit. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing mm-hmm. of like certain movies like um if I'm not mistaken, Total Recall, where you know what I'm saying, you got the phone in your hand. Mm-hmm. Type of shit, like where, like they saying that this is something that could end up happening to us in the future, and it's like, yeah, demolition like, man, yeah, yeah, demolition man was was the same thing, like all these futuristic movies, man, and it's just like we could be heading in that type of thing. I don't know if it's necessarily oxygen, but it could end up being something else that could end up fucking us up as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, but shit. I mean, not to not to go like in Kittyville, but shit. Remember the Lorax was like that. They broke down where they was selling air to motherfuckers, man. There's a movie like that called uh, Out of Time. It's similar. No, mm-hmm. End Time. No, End Time. Out of Time is a just uh, watch the End Time on Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um, where it was like you could see like the time in your hand. Or on your wrist, and like you had to like go and buy time, and like he was like buying like time on, on like the black market type of shit. And it's just like if you're rich, you can just keep buying time, but like all the poor people, like they couldn't afford to like buy time and all that type of shit like that. So these motherfuckers was just dying. And mm-hmm. like that's another like a futuristic movie. If y'all never seen that, um, it had Justin Timberlake in it, um. What's that girl name? Amanda Seyfried. She was in it. It was just one of those things where in this situation, it was the same as in this movie. The poor people, they got synthetic air. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the rich people got the good air. But then in, in time, it was a situation where if you can't afford to buy yourself more minutes, then you just die. 
You know what I'm saying? So it was it was a way to get rid of poor people, mm-hmm. and it's really a way to cut down the population if you think about it. Because it's like, yo, if we put these time chips into people, and all the poor people who, you know, what I'm saying, in their eyes, don't uplift us in any type of positive way, right. then we'll just we'll just kill them because they don't have enough money to buy their time. So it's kind of similar in a way. Mm-hmm. But see the with the with the Lorax though, like it was literally like this. Like they they didn't they had to buy air. Like they literally had a company that made air. You know what I'm saying? And like there was no plants around nowhere. And the thing was he had a uh he had went to go see the Lorax to get a seed to grow a plant so it can, you know what I'm saying? Like they had fake plants. They had fake, uh, it was certain food they had that was fake. Like, it was wild, bro. Man, it's just like today, yo. Man, we pay for air, my guy. If we need to put air in a tire and you ain't got no QT, you gotta pay for air. Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck? I gotta pay $2 to put some air in my guy. Like, air. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't understand? Like, yo, it is It is nuts, man. It is like the capitalistic world that we live in. Like, look, man, I just want to give a certified fuck you to the first person who put up one of those air machines like, yo, we're going to charge people a dime or whatever it was at the time to put some damn air in their tire and start charging for fucking air. Shit is nuts. Yeah, 100%. And then the whole, the, the goofy thing about it all is like, bro, we even buy water. Yeah. Like, and that don't, that don't make nobody, you know what I'm saying, like second guess nothing or none of that. Like, we just accepting it for what it is. Yeah. Like, we have accepted, like, this is life. Like, and it, it's going to get to a point where, where it might end up getting, like, some shit, like, in time. Because when you think about, like, a lot of these movies, uh, especially when it's talking about the future, it's, you know, it's always a situation where, like, we overpopulated and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um you know, when you think about a movie like uh, What Happened to Monday. Love that movie, by the yeah, way. Shout yeah. Shout out to uh, Naomi uh, Rapat. Uh, no, Numi. Numi Rapat. Like, shout out to her uh, for playing uh, seven characters. But, um, mm-hmm. but like, in their world, they was overpopulated. So they was like, yo, you can only have one kid. So they was actually using these scanner things to where they was like, yo, like, you could only have one child. Now, I hear that that's the thing. Like, in China... Or it's a situation where it's like, yo, like girls are more valuable in China mm-hmm. than boys are. Yeah, because they're the um, ones who could actually have a baby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, like that movie, they were saying that, you know, we overpopulated and we have to find a way to cut it down. When you talk about uh, Endgame and, and, yeah. uh, and um, you know, all that shit, his whole thing was going to a planet, not going to have the population. So it's like right. we keep getting these movies that's telling us, yo, like we are overpopulated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, but I don't think we are though. I don't think I don't think we are. I think that certain areas are overpopulated. I don't think that the Earth is. Yeah, like because like, like you got to think like about New it. York, like it's it's too many people in New York. Man. Way too many people in New York. But I'm just saying, like, you got to think about it, bro, because, like, I can go right now and drive up 75 and going up 75, it's nothing but land out there. Ain't no houses, ain't no cornfields, ain't no nothing. It's just land. So it's like, I mean, you got to think about it. Hell, Montana and Wyoming and all them places, like, you know, them ain't overcrowded. So it's like, I don't think that it's necessarily overpopulated. I think it's just for the spaces that are provided to us, you know what I'm saying? Those are overcrowded. Those are overpopulated. As far as the planet goes, like we not, uh, we, there's no way we overpopulated because there's way too much space out there to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way, man, because I mean, even, even, um, you think about even North Dakota, South Dakota, like mm-hmm. all those Midwest places, man, like mm-hmm. Nebraska. I mean, there's a lot of land in Nebraska. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's just that when you think about Los Angeles itself, not California, but Los Angeles itself and like mm-hmm. uh, San Diego, 
you know, New York, obviously. Hell, like, Texas and Oklahoma, bro. That shit ain't filled up. Nah, just Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, they, take, and they say Texas is just as big as the country. So it's like, ain't no way that's filled up, bro. Yeah, like it's it's not it's not filled, but like a lot of these future uh future movies be telling us that shit, man. Like mm-hmm. that, like all those movies that I mentioned earlier. I'm pretty sure some other ones are just not coming to mind at the moment, but um, but yeah, like this movie didn't necessarily say that, but I felt like that was the premise because like why else give the the people who can't afford it synthetic air, which is making them sick? Exactly. It's like I think they just said, "Yo, we'd rather just let these people die out because they're not valuable to us." Mm-hmm. So, but then when it comes to, uh, I believe his name was Ethan. Like when it comes to him and what his dad had ended up, you know, putting in place when it came to Richard. Like, and it's fucked up what they did to Richard because I think Richard was wanting to do the moral thing, and he kind of knew what they was gonna do, and that's why he put that wrist thing on his son. Mm-hmm. Because he knew that, yo, like they're gonna end up fucking me. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put this thing around my son, where to if he goes to the future, he's the only person that could restart this machine. Yeah, because I got it set up to only his DNA can do it. So, like sometimes it benefits you for being smart, but also at the same time, it's one of those things was like, shit, they probably gonna kill me over this shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have to pass this shit down to my son, and hopefully he do the right thing when it comes to saving the world, or even if he thought that far of like you know this could end up saving the world, right? And the and the 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 crazy part about it all was just that you know beyond him doing the moral thing, I think he was just trying to figure out what exactly they were embarking on. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause to find out that in the future we can save lives, but we really don't even know what the future is. Like we, we ain't even been on the other side of that. Then nobody jumped through that. We sent the clock through there. You feel me? And it ended up coming back. So we don't know exactly what's going on. We just know that for the time being, that this is a portal to the future. We don't know if it's, or we just know that this is a portal for time travel. We don't know if it's for the future. We don't know if it's for the past. We really don't know what it could be for. We just know that right now we got it set to 400 years later and it's looking promising. You know what I'm saying? And then the, the crazy part about it all was that, you know, when the, um, damn, what's the lady's name? Hold on. What the heck is her name? Um, she was the one that was making shit go as bad as it was. Uh, Regina. Regina, yeah, yeah. Um, if it if it weren't for Regina, you know what I'm saying, shit probably could have been okay. She was so eager to, you know, what I'm saying, trying to find a way out, an easy way out. You know, she thought she was about to get the, you know, what I'm saying both times. She thought she was about to get in there, hop in that through the little shit, and then just, you know, what I'm saying, go live her life. And it's like, bro, you can't, you know, what I'm saying, you was gonna leave all these other people behind. You was gonna leave all yep. these other people to die, just so you and the and the group of people who paid you off. Like, how you know in the future they gonna hold true to their word with that little money you got? That little money ain't gonna do nothing for you, man. They're just like. Um... I was about to say this is the end. Um, That's hilarious. What's that movie? Look up. Don't look up. Mm-hmm. It was the same situation. They only mm-hmm. took a few people up there, mm-hmm. and then they was going to try to, you know, I forgot how long they ended up being up there. But then, you know, they came down. You know, when this whole new life and these new dinosaur things came, and you saw Meryl Street button, they came and ate it. Yeah, and like that's like the same situation where it's kind of like, yo, like. I'm going to take the important people. I mean, dude, we see this all the time. Excuse me, 2012. Uh, uh, it was the same yep. situation. They created yep. this boat, this big-ass boat, and they mm-hmm. was only going to take the elite of the elite, but they ended up uh, convinc- John Cusack ended up convincing them to let, you know what I'm saying, regular people on all that type shit. Mm-hmm. And the one guy kept being upset because, like, yo, we overcrowded, you know what I'm saying, all this type shit. And it's like, yo, like, y'all really don't give a fuck about people? 
Like, well, this y'all is the literally thing. don't care. If you kill all these motherfuckers off, who are you going to have to work for you? You stupid motherfucker. You never see, think about that. See, they never think about that, man. And that's another yeah. reason why everybody, like, this is the thing. Like, you want the best for people, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, like, you also have to understand, like, yo, at the end of the day, you're always going to need, like, fast food workers. You're always going to need people, you know what I'm saying, to cut lawns. And, and this ain't no disrespect to anybody. Like, I, I worked in fast food. I got a lot of family members working fast food. Mm-hmm. There's no disrespect. However you make your money, you have to make your money how you make your 100%. money. But what I'm saying is there are some high, very high-paying jobs, and there are some low-paying jobs. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, I'm pretty sure people who work in these offices, you know what I'm saying, top, top floor, they don't clean their office. They don't take out their own trash. You know what I'm saying? Somebody has to come do that to keep your whole business flowing. And -hmm. they don't understand, like, if you're taking only the elite of the elite, who's going to do these jobs? Exactly. My thing is uh, with with people who um, clean trash and shit. I mean, not clean trash, but um, working fast food. That's what I'm thinking of. But people who work in fast food, bro, yeah, they, they should definitely be able to do whatever the fuck they want to and make a nice little, you know what I'm saying, amount of money. Because you got to think about that. Like, these are people that's feeding people on a, on a day-to-day basis, and then these are billion-dollar companies that they're working for. Yeah. Like, and there's, no, there's make- no reason they should be on minimum wage. Exactly. And... and- and that's what Uncle Washington, the term that he used to always use, and he hated it, was the fact of the working poor. He was like, mm-hmm. like they need to find a way to eliminate that class of the working poor. Like, you shouldn't be working and you're still poor. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, granted, there is some people who can't manage money, but for the most case, it's people who not getting enough to even be able to manage it. And 100%. like that's yeah. that's what his whole thing was. Was like, yo, this is so stupid that we got people out here who work full time to full time and a part time job, and they still ain't making a living wage. Mm-hmm. So, I think that that's the one thing that these people don't seem to to think about when they only want to take the elites of the elites. And I don't think that even crossed her mind. I think all she cared about was really saving herself, mm-hmm. and she went through crazy lengths to get there. That's just like. When she got the dude to kill Ethan's dad, you know, right after the rip, once she found out that, yo, you know how to do, you know, what he's doing. He's like, yeah. So he just took the dude out because she knew that he knew and he wasn't he didn't have that same mindset. Like he was yeah. one of the people who wanted to help people. She was like, I'm not with helping people. I'm with getting what I want. And this dude that worked for me, he's going to do what I want. So we'll just kill this dude. But they didn't account for Ethan seeing all of that footage, which I think his dad, I'm pretty sure his dad set that up right for him to be able to see that footage. Mm-hmm. And so he saw that the dude was well, no, really his no, no, no. His dad didn't set it up. Remember, he just he just happened to, to get on that. Yo, that 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 was crazy. But I mean, I mean, but it, it gave it gave you it gave you a good twist in the movie though. To be able to put that in and you're able to see that and experience that because a lot of that stuff ended up making sense towards the end of what yeah. ended up happening. And then, you know what I'm saying? We see after he sent the uh, you know, after he sent the trees and he actually started, you know, running through the forest, then he actually saw that at one futuristic city down there. Mm-hmm. Um, which well, no, was, that was the that was the city that they was in. It was just um, the city was um, depleted. Upgraded. Though. Oh, you talking about at the end? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were talking about when he when they first had um, traveled to the city. Yeah, because like it took him a while to figure out, like, yo, we are in the same place where they at, just in the future. But this mm-hmm. is the same exact place. But yeah, I was just talking about once he saw, once he ran through the woods like after he sent the tree back, and he ran through the woods and accepted the fact of like, yo, I can't change that one part. So all I can do now is try to focus on my present right now. Mm-hmm. But they never showed us 
him go actually go down the hill and we actually see what ended up happening. Right, right. But I mean, I think it. I, I for me, man, I just I like this movie so much because of you know saying the concept of time travel that they approach this with, right? Because like usually when we look at time travel, when we see time travel or something, it's always going backwards. It ain't never going forward, and. <clears throat> and it's it's different because going backward, like you had mentioned, like you can't let yourself see yourself or you will mess something up in the future. You will change the history of events and blah, 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 blah. And we kind of seen the same thing with um, we kind of seen the same thing with Adam Project. They kind of put a little twist on it. But this one, to me, put the best twist on it because it was going forward to where he would have to see what was, you know, what I'm saying what was already happening. And for him, this you know what I'm saying, for his first time going there and him seeing that the world had basically did a whole reset and there was nothing that he could do, like, you kind of, you know what I'm saying, you kind of look at that and you're like, damn, like, you know, if the if the world didn't end, I mean, not if the world didn't end, but, like, if, if people wasn't doing the shit that they're, you know, doing now, you know, the world would probably be a better place. And then like we ended up seeing that during COVID because, you know, they said that for the little time that we was in, or I think what the year, maybe a little bit by year that we was in the small cleared up from California. Yeah. You, and you got to think about that though. That's like years and decades and centuries yep. almost worth of smog. And it got cleared up within a year, bro. Yeah, because people had to stay inside. It wasn't no, it wasn't that many people driving. It wasn't people going to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so, I mean, yeah. just just the fact that you know what I'm saying, decades of of pollution is gone within a year. Yeah, like that lets you know, like that just lets you know how powerful the Earth is. So in order for us to like really, really destroy this motherfucker, like bro, we gotta put in some effort to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. really gotta put in work to do that. So the fact that you know what I'm saying? The fact that we seen what could happen, you know what I'm saying, in a year's time, just by not giving off that type of pollution, you know what I'm saying, just by not putting that out and, and seeing what, you know what I'm saying, how the, how the earth can clean itself and recycle itself, like, in a weird sense, bro, it's like, I don't feel like it's a way we can really destroy this motherfucker. Unless, like I said, like, unless we really tried to. And even then, like, I still think it'd be a hard thing. I think the earth is too powerful, man. Yeah. Um, it's, it's lasted the, the test of time. So mm-hmm. I, I think that for us to believe that we could destroy the earth, I think it's just a little naive and just to yeah. be like, yo, like, I, I just don't think that we can. Now, I think that we could make it worse, but I don't think that we could kill it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just like you said, like, Look how it cleared up for over a year of the pandemic where a lot of people had mm-hmm. to stay in. So we could have cleaner air and, and you know, and, and they're working on that shit, you know, trying to do the whole electric car thing. And yeah. then once you do the electric car, you know, then they're going to say, all right, now we're going to have to do electric trains. We're going to have to do electric um, planes. We're going to have to do electric. Uh, well, shit, they got electric trains and then let them tell it it's already an electric plane. You know, like, so yeah, and, and, and trucks. You know, now the whole self-driving truck thing, I don't know about that. I think y'all need to leave that alone. Big rigs? Yeah, yeah. That, that's as long as them motherfuckers stay in one lane, we good. I don't know, but I don't, I don't know if I trust it. Um, now, <laughs> what I now what I don't... Now, see, this is what I heard, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, they've been talking about this on, on certain platforms. Mm-hmm. It's not going to necessarily be self-driving, right? It's going to be... Like, I don't was saying, Not necessarily that. Similar, yeah, it's kind of similar, but it's going to be more of like, like instead of people getting CDLs, people going to have to start getting like these different engineering type of thing because basically mm-hmm. what they're saying is going to be is someone is going to be sitting somewhere controlling the truck. Yeah. So, because I remember that they were talking about this on Ebro like by a year, two years ago, they were saying that like people, y'all need to start looking into this because things are changing in front of our eyes. To the yeah. point where they're gonna get these self-driving trucks, but 
people are going to be controlling them from like a control center or whatever. So instead of actually getting CDLs, you're going to have to get these licenses to be able to drive these trucks that are going to be on the road, but you're not going to be there. Yeah. So like, man, we look, we, we had, we head into the future, man. The whole thing is like people have to pay attention, be educated about it. I mean, that's just like when it comes to podcasting, like radio ain't what it was. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Like radio Uh-oh. used to be one of the, the main things, man. Radio used to brighten up your day. And it's like now podcasting has taken over to the point where radio even isn't a high paying job anymore. Like it's not, it's not really that, that deal It's more. And then even radio, like I listen to Ebro in the morning every day. I listen to the podcast version. I don't listen to the radio. Well, I mean, it's the radio version. But basically what it is, is it's the show without the music. You know what I'm right. saying? So, but the fact that they know that, yo, we have to put a podcast version of the show out just shows you Breakfast Club, the same thing. So, like, we see the we see the, the, the lay of the land changing right in front of us. And it's just that you have to be able to adapt with the time. So, you know, I'm just throwing a gem out there for the people who now I'm not saying don't get your CDLs. Go yeah. ahead and get those, but you know what I'm saying? But also, you know what I'm saying, start looking into this stuff and be like, yo, I need to I need to see about this whole other degree or whatever that I'm gonna need to get to be able to drive these trucks, you know what I'm saying, from a certain place. So I don't have to get left behind, you know, because right. another thing that a lot of people didn't know, and that's what I'm saying, people had to adapt. Back in the day, back in the 80s, because I think CDL didn't become a thing until the mid-90s. People used to just drive these bad boys. They used to just buy them and just drive them. There wasn't no such, yeah, there wasn't no such thing as CDL until like the mid-90s. So as long as you had people, a driver's license, you could drive exactly. a fucking truck. You yeah. could drive a truck. So you know what I'm saying? Adapt with the time, man. So mm-hmm. that's where we headed now. Now y'all yeah. can go out and get your CDLs, but also know, yo, at some point I'm gonna have to learn how to do this other shit as well. You got to so. get that engineering joint. Yes, sir. Back to school. So um, yeah, man. That's you know, that's the <sighs> that's the raw truth. You know, it's it's. Kind of weird, but it's not, bro. Like, um, because I remember, like, I I want to think I think I was listening to Joe and them. They was talking about how, like, the uh, do they think the movies are going to be here in like the next ten or fifteen years? And you know, it, it was an interesting discussion because you know, Ice was talking about how with the Oculus, you know, what I'm saying, and the Oculus been out for a minute. It ain't something that's new, of course. But mm-hmm. with the Oculus, you know, they've already been making it to where, like, if you get on Netflix and the Oculus, it's like you in the movie theater. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he was saying, like, shit, you can even go to basketball games with people in the Oculus and sit courtside and, you know, watch games and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's starting to show, man, that we're making a lot of different advancements. Um, in some ways, you know what I'm saying, some better than others. But, you know, it's all about what you're looking forward to and, and what you want to do when it's all said and done. I mean, nobody would ever thought that we'd be able to FaceTime each other like the Jetsons and shit, you know what I'm saying, back in the yep. day. So, yeah. You know. and, and I think that it's going to become a time where it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying, the, the old get off my lawn people, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. we're going to become those people because it's going to be like, yo, yeah. I because you remember they was ta- also in the episode they were talking about like yo these stadiums gonna be able to sell those seats from the Oculus mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so they're mm-hmm. gonna end up making double the money because you can only shit so many triple the money. money yeah triple you know the money because you because you got to think about it like this they can make a lot more money by just having the whole row right say the say the upper deck seats that they there's there's three hundred uh mm-hmm. not three hundred there's Two, you know, what I'm saying two fifty, a hundred dollars a pop, maybe a little bit less than that. You know, you can get them seats, <clears throat> and you can just equip cameras in all them seats, and people could just pick wherever they want to sit and get on the Oculus. And you know, what I'm saying it could be sixty people in one seat. Yep, seeing that same, you know, what I'm saying so. It's just you know, 
I think you'll be able to. It's a it's a lot more that they could do with this stuff, man. And it's a lot of money to be made with this stuff, which is you know not necessarily such a good thing. But who knows, man? Um, fire flame time, man. How you feeling? What you what you giving this joint? Uh, the premise of it was good. Um, you know, it, it wasn't really any any people that I really recognize. Uh, I was just looking at IMD DMB on the main dude, and he in mm-hmm. a lot of the damn X Men movies, and I never even noticed mm-hmm. him. Um, but like I never really heard of the people that was in it. It was it's, you could tell it was kind of like a low budget type of movie type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was cool. I like the premise of it. Uh, I think the script was okay. Um, I don't think it was great. The acting in it was cool. I don't think it was great. So, um, unfortunately, man, I'm going to have to give it about like a three. Okay. Um, I think that if if it had the the backing of like, what's your boy name? Uh, Emerson. Uh, man, what's his name? It's not Toby. My man that do uh. The 2012 and uh, the day the day after tomorrow, uh, the same guy. Uh, oh, um, um, I think it's Emerson. Is it Emerson? Hold on, I'm about to find out. But um, but why are you looking at that? Like, if he would have backed this, Ronald Emery, if Emery, yeah, yeah, him. If he would have backed this, you know what I'm saying? It would have, you know what I'm saying? Did what those movies did. And I just felt that this movie really didn't have that backing. You know what I'm saying? And now uh, they did they did a good job for what they had, but I just felt like, you know, he's the guy that really take the movie to the next level. So um, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give it a three, man. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a four, man. I like the for me the the concept of it was it it, it was real heavy for me. Um I like the concept a lot. I enjoyed that. Um I like the premise of it all. The premise to me was was very very dope. You know what I'm saying? Just being able to see um, a different outlook on, you know what I'm saying? If we did live in a dystopian future, um, the acting to me really wasn't as good. Which I, when it's something as interesting as that, I don't really care too much for the acting. Like as long as it ain't like, hey man, what are you doing? Back up off of me, like as long as they ain't talking like that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's it's all good. Yeah, I don't really care. Um, the cast is like you said, it, it ain't no real big names in the cast, which once again that plays into the acting for me too. Because like if it ain't no like real names in it, then you kind of got to give them some leeway. Um, but it was very interesting, great, you know what I'm saying? Great turnaround. Um, I mean not turnaround, great twist at the end. You know, I'm a sucker for a twist. So, yeah, I'm going with four, man. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, man. I was just looking at Ronald uh, Emmerich uh, stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when you think about it, I mean, listen, Independence Day. Yep. Godzilla. Yep. Um, Eight-Legged Freaks. Mm-hmm. The Day After Tomorrow. 10,000 BC. Yep. Uh, 2012. You know what I'm saying? White House Down. It's really, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that dude, and he did the new Independence Day as well in the colony. Yes, his only flow. Yeah, so it's it's like if if he would have backed this, mm-hmm. I think that this movie would have would have took it to crazy. that level. Yeah, it'd have been crazy for yes, sure, sir. for sure. So um, yeah, man. Um, usually we hit you guys with a coming soon, but this one we're gonna have to take a hiatus, man. Big things are on the horizon. You know what I'm saying? For the family here. So, you know, my boy about to, you know what I'm saying, take charge. You know what I'm saying? He 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 about to be living it big, you know what I'm saying? Like Diddy and them <laughs> folks, man. <laughs> so, nah. you know what I'm saying? He gotta, you know, he gotta do his thing, man. He gotta make sure the family is right. Everybody gotta, you know what I'm saying, get stuff in order and stuff like that. Also, you know what I'm saying? My kids got baseball and jujitsu and stuff like that too. So I gotta go do some things and make sure that they um you know what I'm saying? Got some support out there. So this uh, next episode, man, we won't be hitting y'all with anything. This is a time for y'all to catch a break. Go back, listen to the old episodes, catch up, whatever you didn't listen to, listen to it. You know what I'm saying? This is opportunity. Or if it's some stuff you want to go back and listen to, feel free to go back and listen to it and re-listen to it. Um, Yeah. And then basically, man, until next time, you know what I'm saying? 
We'll see y'all then. So next episode will be next week, and we'll be talking to you guys then. Until then, though, if you guys got anything to say to us, any kind of comments, any kind of, you know what I'm saying, hate, any any of that, any of that, you know what I'm saying, any kind of feedback, we taking it, man. Or if you just want to, you know what I'm saying, say, hey, I think you guys should do this movie, or you should have never did that movie, whatever the case may be, hit us up on the socials, man, Instagram and Twitter, at ViewAnonPod, and you can follow us on Facebook at Group. As far as myself, you can follow me on Twitter at Scoops Bronson, and then you can go to my link tree link in there, and you can follow me everywhere in there. And that's all I got, man. And y'all can find me at <clears throat> Foster Eight on Instagram and Twitter at Twenty Eight Minutes or Less Pie on IG. Um, I think I spoke about this, man. I got the new pie. No, I haven't talked about this. Uh, I got the new pod out, um, episode eighty five, man. I entitled it Fans. You know what I'm saying? I went in on the whole thing of what happened to Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? Him getting atta- uh, attacked on stage and just how crazy these fucking fans are, man, when it comes to fans running on stages, you know, people going out streaking and, and think that they could talk to NBA, uh, NBA players, entertainers, like how they feel like they could talk to these people any kind of way because they paid a ticket price. So I go in on a lot of that. Man, it's really a whole 40 minutes of ranting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> basically what it is man but i had fun with it so uh go check out the new episode of uh 28 minutes or less i entitled it fans and um that's all i got man and stuff i do got a suggestion you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna do it so the fans can hear it something that we've been thinking about doing that we kept slipping on man mm-hmm. we've been missing a lot of anniversaries you know what i'm saying big anniversaries 25 yes, 30s and stuff like that yes we have. so i have a suggestion for the next movie that we could do, we could do an anniversary episode movie. And the one that I got, they just celebrated it last month, right? Mm-hmm. 30 years. White man can't jump. Oh, yeah, for sure. We can do that. We can do that. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yeah, so uh, like he said, y'all know episode uh, this Friday, uh, working on some things, got some stuff coming up. Um, but we will be hitting y'all Tuesday. You know what I'm saying back in the lab, getting y'all together. That's probably gonna be the last uh, 28 minutes or less until uh, get a lot of this stuff situated out as well. So uh, appreciate everybody's support when it comes to this podcast, the uh, 28 minutes or less podcast. Um, I like to say is thanks. Keep supporting. Keep rocking with us. Hit us with some feedback. Yes, indeed, man. And um, we'll you know what I'm saying see you guys when we get back. And until then, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, make sure you guys go back and check out all those older episodes. And, um, yeah. Like they say in Hollywood, man. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Thank you guys for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you for tuning in and always listening as well. I almost forgot that part. I can't believe I almost forgot that part. But like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.